Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm your host, Associate Editor Hannah Bubser. It's March, and that means the Best Workplaces issue of the magazine is out this month. In it, Nolan features a franchise shop and an independent shop that have developed winning work environments and team cultures. For today's episode of the podcast, we're featuring a conversation with the independent winner, Rancho Express Lube in Rancho Cucamonga, California. I spoke with the owner, Nestor Gutierrez, as well as service writer and assistant manager, Jorge Puerto. So let's start by having each of you introduce yourself uh, and explain your role with Rancho Express Lube. Okay. So hello, my name is Nestor Gutierrez. I am the CEO of Rancho Express Lube, Inc. Hi, my name is Jorge Porto. Uh, I'm the service writer slash assistant manager here at Rancho Express Lube. Great. And Nestor, can you give an overview of Rancho Express Lube and kind of how you got started on this journey. Yeah, so I started as a loop technician here uh, about seven years ago. Back then, um, when I was a loop technician, the managers in charge were not what you would expect. They were pretty tough on me, and um, they weren't doing their job correctly. They would just, you know, kind of like sit down, and I would do all the work, but I wasn't really getting paid for it. So it was until the day that the uh, boss, he noticed um, how things were being ran and um, he decided to get rid of the manager and the system manager were, were brothers. So he got rid of, uh, rid of got, he got rid of both of them. And then that's when he decided to bump me up to store manager. And then since that day, my main focus was to improve on the culture of the business and retaining employees because um, people were coming and going, and I, I didn't think that was okay. I mean, in, in order to be successful, the the team has to be on the same page and then uh, looking in, in to stay in, in the long run, you know? It took several months to find the right employees and, and build a strong culture, but um, I got the opportunity to take over the business um, because that was one of my dreams when I was little. And then after, you know, putting in the work for, for a while, the owner noticed that. And then, um, we have a great relationship and he, he decided that, um, I deserve the opportunity and he sold me the business. Um, and ever since I was even manager, you know, I, I always like to lead by example and take care of my employees because I mean, I've been on both sides. I know, I know what it's like. Um, I like treating my people right, and I want them to achieve their goals and dreams just like like might have uh, became true. Um, and then I hired several coaches and mentors this year because I want to be the best leader for my team and want business to bloom even more. And just for reference, when did you take over as the CEO? What year was that? It was 2019. Great. And then this question can be for both of you. How would you describe the workplace environment and what do you think makes it stand out? I mean, I, I, can, uh, I can start. Um, on the workplace environment, 
I would say it's very energetic. I say that because even our customers, when they come in the door, they, they feel the positive energy that we generate. And everyone's always acknowledging that we always look so happy. And that's just a good face for the company that makes the customers keep coming back because we also provide great customer service, just showing that everyone's happy to be here. Um, and then being being here together for, for a few years, you know, before COVID, it, it made our, our, our bond even stronger because before COVID, um, it was just four of us and you know, everything worked out. We didn't have to get rid of anyone. Um, there was a few days where, you know, we had to like uh, kind of switch off. That way everything was equal, but that just made it more stronger of a bond because everyone understood, you know, how things were were going in, in the world at, at the time. So that's, that's, that's all I have to say. No, yeah, and uh, for me to like kind of piggyback off that these guys are hungry everybody wants to come in and work these days, you know, and that that's what I love. Like these guys, you know, they wake up and it's not like they're upset about coming to work. They look forward to waking up, getting to come to work because these guys are problem solvers. You know, they always looking to learn. They, something comes up, it, they have like three or four different solutions. They, and if not, they can always take a step back, have somebody else take the lead and they'll learn. You know, it's, it's something that they're always just trying to better themselves as people and as technicians. This episode of the Nolan Podcast is sponsored by Valvoline. You've invested a lot of time and money building your quick lube brand. Are you leaving profit on the table due to labor shortages, limited inventory, or unreliable suppliers? Valvoline can help. Valvoline's premium brand can help streamline your business, drive traffic, and maximize your bottom line while retaining the name and reputation your customers trust. Not only can you get all of your products in one place with Valvoline, but you can also leverage their award-winning ASE-certified training programs. To learn more about what Valvoline has to offer, visit partner.valvoline.com or click the link in this episode description. And can you give an outline of some of the benefits and incentives that you offer to your staff? Yeah, so on the on the benefits side, um, we have parts at shop price. Um, I take my my employees to car shows like SEMA uh, shows, Dub shows, NHRA. Uh, we do free ASC training. Um, that way, they stay up to to date on the newer mix and models. And then um, I I like I mean recently like uh, like I had told you before uh, I like my team to be on the same page as me. Um, knowing how to invest their money. So I have a subscription with uh, Rob Luna, the Wealth Academy, and he's he's a great guy. He knows a lot. So he's been helping us a lot lately. Um, we have uh, uh, group activities where everyone gets to um, pretty much have a plan, you know, in the long run. We, we plan together for so they can meet their uh, goals and dreams. Uh, on the incentive side, um, I... Give them gratuity, commission, weekly goal rewards. So that means free lunches on Saturdays if we meet our goal for the week. Uh, quarterly goals uh, insist of like taking them to sports games, dinner, top golf, activities like that, and also uh, paid vacation time off. And then 401k, insurance, dental, vision, medical. 
Awesome. Well, that's a great overview of the the benefits and incentives there. So thank you for that. Um, in in addition to that, what kind of opportunities do you provide to your employees that sort of you know ensure that they're they're doing that high quality work that you've talked about so far and that they're getting the most out of out of the career that they have with your shop? How do you encourage that and and motivate that and cultivate that? Well. Um I mean, it, it all starts, you know, with the head with me. Um, I just like every day, you know, I come with uh, a lot of energy and um, I, I want the team to be on the same page. So I I always provide sales training, ASC training for the technicians just so they can be uh, performing at a high standard. And then um, the sales training is via Zoom with the best sales trainer, you know, in the world happens to be Andy Elliott. And um he just helps all my my guys like like Jorge, uh, the service writer, and then my upper bay technician. Um, they really kill it when it comes down to sales that are really needed. You know, we don't sell just because you know we want to make money. That's not how we work. Uh, we do honest sales, but the way that um, I, I'm supplying this uh, training to these guys because it's not cheap. You know, having Andy Elias as a coach, it, it comes expensive, but I'm willing to spend the money just so my technicians are improving every single day. And that way that gives, me, gives them more, the opportunity to make more money in the long run. And this is, again, a question for both of you. How does, how does your team navigate challenges or hardships and and what's your team's communication style how do you use that in the workplace to kind of stay on the same page as one another and to ensure that you're doing that good quality work yeah so it kind of goes back to uh where everybody wants to learn and looking to grow so it everybody is i would say like an assertive influencer so if somebody knows a little bit more we all just take a step back they take lead, and if they say something, we hold them by it, and everybody knows it. It's If you say it, it's how it goes. And sometimes, too, you're not going to know the answer to everything. I know I don't. I sometimes have to go back, ask the technician, hey, what's going on with it? What do you think I, we should do? And they tell me. I, I have to trust them completely, and that's one of the biggest things, too, is you have to have trust with each other, especially when you want to all solve problems. You all got to be on the same page. Sometimes you can't have too many chiefs. You know, you, you, some people's got to be in charge at one point. Some just got to take the step back. And that's the best thing is they want to learn and there's constructive criticism always. And they don't take offense to it. They want to take it. They want to be criticized because they can grow better. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jorge said, said, said pretty much everything. Um, I mean, I just, I taught the team that nothing in this world is easy and, the challenges that we overcome every day only makes us stronger in the long run. So that's that's their mentality. Just because you know that that's how I, I pretty much uh, keep saying it every single day. I know sometimes you know some challenges may be harder than others, but I mean in the long run, um, it, everything has a solution, and that's the way these guys look at things, which I'm really grateful for because it only makes the the work uh, workflow uh, go much smoother. So you've both talked about how there's really this environment of, of wanting to learn in your shop. Um, it sounds like everyone's really motivated by learning and, and growing. And I'm wondering, Nestor, how you ensure that you're sort of maintaining a high level of leadership for your staff so that 
it continues to encourage them to, to learn and grow and develop their skills. How do you lead, essentially? Well, the, the way I do it, um, every single day, I mean, I listen to podcasts. Uh, I love podcasts, especially uh, Grant Cardone, Brad Lee, Andy Elliott, Patrick uh, David. Um, I mean, these guys are so inspirational to me, and, and that helps me stay motivated, and I pass that energy right over to my my team. Um, I even met these guys in person recently, and um, I'm working uh, on on having my team meet them as well. Uh, I would love that. That way they, they feel, you know, the energy these guys bring, and then they can actually hear their story, you know. Um, they... They know all these guys because I always talk about them. So they even follow them on their uh, social media platforms. So that's good because they 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 get the message. Um, they're always posting stuff, you know, like, you know, it all starts with a moment when you wake up. You know, you got to be grateful, uh, thank for another day. And then they come in. That's why they come in to work with so much energy because they they understand all these messages these guys are, are, are saying. And then sometimes, too, um, I tell all my guys, if they want to work out together, sometimes it's good, you know, because if they're having issues or they want to clear their mind, it's it's a great way to do it. Um, that's always a, a – I, I give them a choice, you know, if they want to join us. Every time, everyone shows up. Because at the end of the day, you know, the, the consist- consistency is the key. And then um, we make hard tasks easy by by doing something that makes us uncomfortable. And that's, that's how they all think. And – that's how, like, the leadership, at the end of the day, it, it comes easy just because these guys are willing to learn and are following my footsteps. And, and that's that's my goal, you know? And looking ahead into the future of Rancho Express Lube, what are some of your goals or what would you like to achieve? And, and how do you think that the workplace environment that you've cultivated sets up these goals for success in the long term? Um. Well, it, it was difficult at first, uh, but I noticed that, I mean, without a strong culture, uh, the technicians uh, will be coming and leaving, which I, I didn't like. And that's why I, I focused uh, by turning into building a stronger culture. Now that I have that, I mean, I can move forward and uh, just keep leading by example and, and show the team what, what I expect. And then they, they they know they will always be rewarded by doing so. And um I mean, it was it was hard finding these guys, you know, dedicated, committed technicians. But I'm I'm glad I finally found them, and then now um, we're just ready to move on. And uh, I want to open up more locations, and it's just going pretty much by the by the timetable I have set. You know, um, I wanted to have a, a nice, strong team, my base team, and that way when we bring in more technicians, you know, they're they're coaching every single one of them, and then we're just adding to our army. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. For more content, visit nolan.net and follow Nolan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you never miss another. Subscribe to the Nolan Podcast wherever you listen. I'm Associate Editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more next time. Mm-hmm.